Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the inquisitive world of the 20 Questions Quiz Podcast. We're delighted to present our seventh episode in this series, and this time we're taking another thrilling dive into the realm of original general knowledge. Get ready to spark your curiosity, challenge your memory, and explore the depths of knowledge in this extraordinary quiz. As we venture into our seventh episode, we continue our mission to celebrate the beauty of learning and the power of curiosity. Thank you as well for your concern after last week's episode as well. I have fought through a viral infection and back to full fitness. And thank you to a couple of emails I had from a Janice in Chester Street who suggested honey and lemon will fix the voice and a Tom in Sun City Centre in Florida who suggested cayenne pepper in warm water as a home remedy. Thank you for the suggestions, but in the end, it was rest that helped me out. But enough of me. It's the quiz you are here for to test your knowledge on historical mysteries to scientific wonders, from pop culture to geography. This episode promises to be a tapestry of trivia and a crescendo of challenges. If you are new to 20 Questions, here's how the game unfolds. You'll be facing a series of 20 thought-provoking questions, and with each one, the challenge will gradually intensify. From the known to the obscure, every question will push you to think critically and reach deep into your mental archives. To ensure a level playing field, each question will be read twice, allowing you to grasp its essence before the timer starts ticking. But remember, you've got a mere 10 seconds to provide the correct answer. A single incorrect response, and it's game over. And the idea of this game is to get as far as possible without getting a single question wrong. So how far will you get this week? Or can you defeat all 20 questions? So prepare your intellect, brace your imagination, and get ready to unravel the mysteries of the world. Best of luck on your quest to defeat 20 questions. Okay, here we go. Settle back, settle in, and let me begin with question one. We start incredibly easy, and then they get harder as we go along. So question one, nice easy start. What is the last letter of the English alphabet? What is the last letter of the English alphabet? Five, four, three, two, one. The last letter of the English alphabet is Z. Z, the right answer. Question number two. How many different colours make up a rainbow? How many different colours make up a rainbow? Five, four, three, two, one. A rainbow typically consists of seven different colours. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. These colours appear in a specific sequence when light is refracted and dispersed by raindrops in the atmosphere, creating the beautiful natural phenomenon we call a rainbow. Question number three. What is the chemical symbol for oxygen? What is the chemical symbol for oxygen? Five, 
four, three, two, one. The chemical symbol for oxygen is O. O is the right answer. Question four. Apologies to our international audience on this one. It is very British Pacific, but you do have a 50-50 chance on this one. In which direction is the dragon facing on the national flag of Wales? In which direction is the dragon facing on the national flag of Wales? Is it to the left or to the right? Five, four, three, two, one. On the Welsh flag, the red dragon is typically depicted facing towards the hoist side, the flagpole side of the flag. In other words, it is facing left as you look at the flag. This orientation is known as passant, where the dragon appears to be walking or moving forward. Question five. According to the nursery rhyme, what is Friday's child? According to the nursery rhyme, what is Friday's child? Five, four, three, two, one. Do you remember that nursery rhyme as a kid? Monday's child's full of face, Tuesday's child's full of grace? Well, what was Friday's child? According to the nursery rhyme, Friday's child is loving and giving. Loving and giving is the right answer. Moving on to question six. I can see many of you going straight for your wallets on this question. Question six. What digit does every MasterCard number start with? What digit does every MasterCard number start with? Five, four, three, two, one. MasterCard numbers typically start with the digit five. The first digit of a MasterCard's primary account number, which is also known as the card number. And incidentally, visas start with the number four. A third of the way through this general knowledge edition of 20 questions. Question number seven. Now up in the ante. Automobiles. What scooter brand is Italian for wasp? What scooter brand is Italian for wasp? Five, four, three, two, one. The scooter brand that is Italian for wasp is Vespa. Vespa is a well-known brand of scooters manufactured by the Italian company Piaggio. The name Vespa was chosen because the scooter's design resembled the shape of a wasp with a slender waist and a bulbous body. We move on to question eight, which is this. Who created fictional detective Father Brown? Who created fictional detective Father Brown? Five, four, three, two, one. The fictional detective Father Brown was created by the British author G.K. Chesterton. Father Brown is a Catholic priest 
who also works as a detective and solves various mysteries using his keen powers of observation and deduction. Chesterton wrote a series of short stories and novels featuring Father Brown as the central character with the first story, The Blue Cross, published in 1910. We continue this seventh edition of 20 Questions with question nine. A quick maths question for you. How many dots are there on four standard dice? How many dots are there on four standard dice? Five, four, three, two, one. There are a total of 84 dots on four standard six-sided dice. 84 is the right answer. The halfway mark. Question number 10. Getting to the second half of this edition of 20 questions. Question 10 is on fairy tales. What was the name of the princess in Sleeping Beauty? What was the name of the princess in Sleeping Beauty? Five, four, three, two, one. The name of the princess in the fairy tale Sleeping Beauty is Aurora. She is often referred to as Princess Aurora in various adaptations of the story. Question number 11 of 20 is this, and it's on flags of the world. What colour is the middle band on the German flag? What colour is the middle band on the German flag? Five, four, three, two, one. The middle band of the German flag is red. The correct order of colours from top to bottom on the German flag is black, red, then gold. Question 12. In the book and in film, who is the last King of Scotland? In the book and in film, who is the last King of Scotland? Five, four... Three, two, one. The Last King of Scotland is a novel written by Giles Foden and it was adapted into a film. The title refers to Idi Amin, who was president of Uganda from 1971 to 1979. In the story, the central character is a fictional Scottish doctor named Nicholas Garrigan, who becomes closely associated with Amin's regime. And the title of the book and film alludes to Armin's self-proclaimed title as the last king of Scotland. Forrest Whitaker played Idi Amin in the film adaptation and won an Academy Award for his performance. From Africa to South America. Question 13. Which South American country is the world's biggest exporter of bananas? Which South American country is the world's biggest exporter of bananas. Five, four, three, two, one. Ecuador is the world's largest exporter of bananas. 
It is one of the leading producers and exporters of bananas globally, and the fruit is a significant part of its economy. Moving on to science, question 14. What planet was once called Herschel? What planet was once called Herschel? Five, four, three, two, one. The planet Uranus was once called Herschel. It was originally discovered by the German-born British astronomer Sir William Herschel on March 13, 1781. After its discovery, it was briefly referred to as Herschel in honour of its discoverer. However, it was later officially named Uranus after the ancient Greek god of the sky. And this name has been used since the mid-19th century. Six questions left. Question 15 on musicians. What nationality was the composer Bella Bartok? What nationality was composer Bella Bartok? Five, four, three, two, one. The composer Bella Bartok was Hungarian. He was a prominent 20th century composer and pianist known for his contributions to classical music and also for his work in collecting and studying folk music from Hungary and other parts of Eastern Europe. Final five time. Where we get into the ultra difficult realm of this quiz. So many of you have been stopping me to say this is the part you get to and, and cannot get any further. Let's see how far you go this time. Final five begins with question 16. You may be using a URL to listen to this podcast, but in computing, what does URL stand for? You may be using a URL to listen to this podcast, but in computing, what does URL stand for? Five, four, three, two, one. URL stands for Uniform Resource Locator. It is a reference or address used to access resources on the internet. URLs are composed of various components, including the protocol, such as the HTTP or HTTPS, the domain name or IP address, like www.20questions.com and the specific path or resource identifier such as slash page etc etc URLs are essential for locating and accessing websites web pages files and other online resources question 17 of 20 in the happy families card game if Mr. Bun was the baker and Mr. Soot was the sweep who was Mr. Bung? In the Happy Families card game, if Mr. Bun was the baker, Mr. Soot was the sweep. Who was Mr. Bung? Five, four, three, two, one. 
Did I take you back to your childhood? Playing happy families. Can you remember that card game as a kid? Took me a while to get this one. And I was the one researching the question. Mr. Bong was the brewer, in fact. Mr. Bong was the brewer. In fact, he had Mr. Block the barber, Mr. Bones the butcher, Mr. Bong was the baker, Mr. Bong the brewer, Mr. Chip the carpenter, Mr. Dip the dyer, Mr. Dose the doctor, Mr. Grits the grocer, Mr. Potts the painter, Mr. Sutz the sweep, and Mr. Tape the tailor. It's the original families in Happy Families. Three left on this edition of 20 Questions. Question 18. Charles Darwin's last published work was a study of which humble creatures? Charles Darwin's last published work was a study of which humble creatures? Five, four, three, two, one. Charles Darwin's last published work was a study of earthworms. Titled The Formation of Vegetable Mould Through the Action of Worms. This book was published in 1881, shortly before his death. In it, Darwin explored the role of earthworms in soil formation and their influence on the environment, showcasing his keen interest in the natural world and his dedication to scientific research even in the later years of his life. Two questions remain on this edition of 20 questions. One on Greek mythology, the other on place names. That is what stands between you and potentially defeating 20 questions if you've got the previous 18 right. Question 19 is on Greek mythology and it's this. In Greek myth, what three animals made up the chimera? In Greek mythology, what three animals made up the chimera? Five, four, three, two, one. Tough question this. Unless you know your Greek myth, or if you recently watched Mission Impossible 2, the film. Because the Chimera was part of the plot in that film, if you remember. In Greek mythology, the Chimera is a monstrous creature that was typically described as having the parts of three different animals. They were the head of a lion, the body of a goat and the tail of a serpent. Lion, goat, serpent was the right answer, or lion, goat or snake was the right answer. The Chimera was a fearsome and fire-breathing creature and it was ultimately defeated by the hero Bellerophon, who rode the winged horse Pegasus and used a lead-tipped spear to vanquish it. The final question on this edition of 20 questions is on place names there was a place I went through yesterday on a little mini break with a good friend of mine a little golf break this weekend I went through this town on Anglesey in Wales locals call it Llanfairpulch but how many letters does the town of Llanfairpulch Gwyn Gytoth Gerech Llandrobin Llantasilio Go 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 have Locals call it Llanfairpulch, 
but how many letters does the town of Llanfair Puthgwyn Gethoth Gerich Thandrobin Llantasilio Go 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 actually have? Five, four, three, two, one. The town's full name, Athlanvaya Puthgwyn, Githoth Gerich, Gwyndromin, Llantasilio, Go Go Go, has 58 letters. The Welsh town, located on the island of Anglesey in Wales, is known for having one of the longest place names in the world, and locally it is referred to as Athlanvaya PG for simplicity. Was this quiz that simple for you? A lot of guesswork was needed on that last question. I apologise for it in advance. 58 letters was the answer to that last question. It would have took some guesswork, but if you did get all 20 right, well done to you. You have defeated 20 questions. It was a tough one this week. Very tough indeed, but how did you do? Where did you get to this week? Did you better yourself this time around? Or was it around the same area again? Question 12, question 13, or did you get into the final five this time? Why don't you let me know? Follow us on Twitter, at 20QuestionsQuiz, or drop me an email, which some of you are seeming to do now. 20QuestionsQuiz, that is the word 20. QuestionsQuiz at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, wherever you may be in the world, and I'll maybe, just maybe, give you a shout-out on one of our future episodes. Just to remind you, the general knowledge edition of this quiz drops every Thursday. For you sports nuts, Saturdays is sports day. And then on Tuesdays, for you music lovers, we have the music quiz as well. They'll be going on hiatus towards the end of September. But the general knowledge quiz will continue through the autumn, which I know many of you are enjoying around the world. That is that. That is 20 questions for this week. Thank you for joining me wherever you may be in the world. Till next time. From me, Johnny Bryan, thanks for your company. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.